welcome back to another episode of the Hulu Girls Podcast. Another Monday, another episode. Let's get into back it. Back at it with a catchphrase. Yes, I love the little catchphrase Maddie created. Um, I'm Emma. <laughs> I'm Maddie. And today we are so, so excited for you guys to listen to this episode because we have a super awesome guest for you. Yes, this week we hosted Rish, and she is a 20-year-old student at UC Berkeley studying economics, data science, and industrial engineering and operations research, which, wow, that is a mouthful. Yeah, quite the course word. <laughs> but she decided to take a gap semester due to COVID and pursue her dreams in a fashion industry in New York City. So since moving there, she's gained quite a following on TikTok, Instagram, and her blog, Life of RGR, sharing the ins and outs of her life. And this includes everything from outfit details to insane dating stories. She really just covers it all. So I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her. I know Emma and I both enjoyed chatting with her. And so without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Hi, Rish. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Good. Thank you so much for being on Hugo Girls today. We're so excited to get to know you and get to know more about you and your background and everything. So thanks for being on the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here and talk yeah. to you guys. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. So do you usually do podcasts or is it usually just like Instagram, TikTok, that kind of thing? Your blog? No, no. It's usually Instagram, TikTok, my blog. But I did do Gals on the Go with... Um, and then this is my second one, so I guess not oh, really. Okay. No, it was yeah, fun. We, had, we were... had Brooke the other week, and so yeah. Now you're now you're hitting both of us, so we're so excited to have yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> so dope. Um, branching out on the social media platforms, you know. There I always did there like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, that stuff. But podcast is kind of, I guess, you know, within the last year since we've started this, um, kind of new for me as well. So, you know, we're, we're all over the all over the world wide web now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm finally getting comfortable with the sound of my voice because it takes a hot minute to get used to oh yes but now that I am this is a good deal yeah who knows maybe maybe there's going to be a life of RGR podcast in the future you know you never if know. people like yourself enough <laughs> um no so just kind of getting started I know that we know a little bit about you just from like your blog and your Instagram and TikTok and that kind of thing but um give our audience a little bit of background on who you are and where you're from um, so, hi, my name is Rish. I am 20 years old, originally from the northwest suburbs of Chicago, and then at 18, graduated, and I moved to California. I moved to Berkeley for college, and so started at University of California, Berkeley. I did two years there, um, and then I guess not even a full two. I did a year and a half, and then after a year and a half, I got kicked out due to Miss Rona. Yes, went back home. (laughs) Yes, we're all the same age. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. And so, went back home, did the summer at home. um, Was planning on interning and stuff like that over summer 2020. That didn't end up happening, and then my plans got a little bit changed, and I'm in New York now, and I'm working and living here. That's awesome. I like. I can't believe that you literally just uprooted your life and moved. So give us a little bit of background on, I guess, like your college life and if it was something like you always knew you wanted to move to New York or if it was really spur of the moment, like what kind of inspired you to start this journey? Yeah, so college life itself was so good and I'm so glad I went to one of those colleges initially that's more of like a game day school, like a more of a campus vibe, like I was a part of Greek life. That was really, really good. Um, And I mean, I'm still in college. It's not like I'm not in college. However, I am taking a break right now. But to get those one and a half, two years there, 
um, has been so good, and Berkeley was my dream school, so it was everything and more for me, um, but I guess, honestly, I think the reason that I wanted to move to New York after two years, I never really, like, New York really never had an appeal, like, a lot of, like, people that listen to, listen to me, or, like, watch my, um, stories, watch my TikToks, um, follow me on Instagram, they all are like, oh, it's been a dream of mine forever, and it's never really been a dream of mine, I literally think the only reason I wanted to move to New York was because of TikTok and, like, the <laughs> Christmas, you know, the Christmas TikToks that were, like, viral over the summer where, like, everyone was, like, Christmas in New York. Yeah, I was like, that looks so pretty. Like, I would like to see that at some point. And I think it, like, got stuck in my subconscious. And <laughs> after that, I just couldn't get it out. And I literally, I think I wanted to come to New York subconsciously because of that. But here yeah, I am. I s- so now I get to see I Christmas see in New York. I see New York TikToks all the time. And I know me and Madison have been to New York twice together. One when we were, like, uh-huh. 10. So, you know, we were yeah. doing all the, like, American Girl Doll store, store and all that, like, yeah. kid stuff. But we went back when we were 16. And then I went back last year before the um, world was crazy. And it's great there. It's great there. But I definitely see all the TikToks. There's just one girl that comes up on my For You page all the time. And she has the most gorgeous view of uh-huh. the city. And... I don't know. It it does it does definitely subconsciously incline you to just want to pack your bags and go there, but you know, you actually I literally you actually had the guts to do it, girl. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't even ever been to New York before I moved here. Really? Moving here was oh, my first seriously? time ever in New York. Yeah. I've never insane. been to New York. I literally just I and so I didn't even know what it was like to even like be like, "Oh, like I like it, I don't like it." Um and my parents always, because I'm from Chicago, like, that area, so I know what, like, the, a city is like, a big city, yeah. but obviously New York is, like, ten times bigger, and my parents were always like, oh, like, New York isn't all that, like, it's good for a weekend, but, like, you can never live there, like, um, it's just too, like, chaotic, and, like, there's always cars outside, and I was like, oh, like, so it never really, like, I never had an idea of, like, oh, I want to move there, um, it was just so spur of the moment. That's, That's so crazy that you never insane. had been there before. That would be yeah, terrifying no. for me. I guess, like, first time in New York is one I of those places that's plane. so... I guess you see it so much just through, like, social media and how our world is mm-hmm. now. Like, you have kind of an idea, but you definitely have, like, the Pinterest idea of, like, what New York is like. And uh-huh. so, have you liked it so far? How long have you been there? I've, I've loved it so far. I've been here three months as of tomorrow oh wow Um, it'll be a full three months and I've loved it so far although I have to say the whole Pinterest vibe and like what I did see in movies and stuff like that for some reason it just didn't match up not in a bad way it's just not the same vibe that I had expected because I had never been here and then I got here and I was like oh this is different but I really like it actually I think I didn't like it for the first two weeks and then it grew on me after that and I don't think (laughs) I could live anywhere else now um but yeah no it's not that vibe for some or at least for me it wasn't yeah Um, yeah but it's been wonderful and I think aside from work aside from living in the city aside from just all like the fun stuff of actually being here um starting my blog and starting like the whole Instagram thing and having that go so well has definitely been another element that has made it so exciting yeah no absolutely and that kind of actually perfectly transitions to what I was going to ask you is so you started your brand life of rgr when you moved Mm -hmm. to the city so was that something where you wanted it to blow up was it something where like you were just doing it because you were like hey i'm here i might as well like do it was it your blog that blew up or your tiktok or your instagram and like how did it all 
come together, I guess? Or was it just him in New York? Why not? (laughs) So the thing is, the week before I moved here, I posted, because I hadn't been around my friends for a long time. We were all at home chilling on our own with our parents. And so I posted on my like, my spam private, like, Instagram account, and I was like, hey, guys, (laughs) yeah, the Finsta, and I was like, hey, guys, like, I'm moving to New York, I, like, said it super bluntly, and everyone was like, what, and I was like, I'm moving to New York, do you guys want an account for outfits, like, all of my New York outfits, like, I'm working as a fashion intern, so, like, I should wear cute clothes, like, might as well post outfits, and everyone was like, yes, yes, like, all of my friends were like, yeah, Rish, like, I want to keep up with you, like, (laughs) just do it, and so I literally just made it for fun like just so I could show my friends my outfits I was like I think I like quoted it like what I said was sunset an account to show you my sunsets flowers and pretty outfits or something like that and that's all I said (laughs) and they were like okay sounds good and so I started it as that and then I made a TikTok didn't expect it to go viral and it slowly like grew it wasn't like overnight it like just like blew up it slowly grew so it wasn't even like a big like, oh my gosh, like, I woke up one morning and it You're like, oh my gosh, up. I'm getting famous, but yeah, over time it just so kept going. It just kept growing, and then I was like, oh, and I didn't even put two and two together that I should maybe, like, link this account, and then at some point I was like, oh, wait, maybe I should, because people probably, like, want an Instagram link, so then I linked this account, and yeah, then I started getting followers onto here. I changed my handle to Life of RGR, and honestly, Life of RGR was not my first pick for what I wanted my like, handle to be, like, I was just, like, oh, it's a temporary thing, because I like my initials, and I wanted my initials to be somewhere, yeah. but I was, like, until I think of something more clever or something like that, I'll just do Life of RGR, and it's, <laughs> it just stuck, and I honestly love yeah. it now, I think it grew on me. <laughs> yeah, it's cute, but now it's, like, it's your brand, so you gotta take it and roll yeah. with it. That's so uh-huh. fun. I had one TikTok, or I do TikTok, too, a little bit, yeah. and I had one go viral, but it was kind of the same thing of, like, or, like, my first one that went super viral, it was, like, mm-hmm. sat for a week and got, like, you know, a few thousand likes, and then I was just, like, oh, my God, it's getting more and more and more, and then I was, like, the Instagram followers are coming with it, and I was, like, it's yeah. kind of a cool feeling of, like, especially, it's not like you wake up and you have, like, five million views, it, like, happens over time, you're, like, oh, my God, like, mm-hmm. people are actually interested in, like, what I have to say, so that's great, because you obviously seem like an awesome person, and you have a lot of cool content to offer, so I'm glad that you've gotten some, gotten some hype from it, that's fun. It's... It's definitely been fun, and honestly, I didn't expect it to blow up so much. Like, the second one that I posted, like, blew up overnight, and at some point, I was like, I think it needs to, like, stop getting likes. Like, people are like, it's coming up on my 40 page, like, more than once. Like, I've seen this three times, and I was like, I don't even know how that's possible. And then when it started getting a lot of likes and views, I was like... My, like, shower is in this. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not wearing pants. Like, I had just woken up, and I was just wearing oh a long gosh. T-shirt. And I, like, I was like, everyone has seen, like, six million people have seen my face. Six million people have seen my shower. I feel a little bit like yeah, privacy has been violated. But <laughs> you know what? Now I just have to roll with it. Exactly. Just roll with it and keep rolling with it because keep putting out the content that people want. I know I was literally talking to one of my best friends today and – Um, I was like, yeah, I have this interview tonight for my podcast or whatever. And I told her it was you. And she was like, oh, my gosh, I've been following her since literally a thousand followers. And she was like, it's crazy how much she's blown up. So, like, it really is cool. And, like, you definitely have an awesome following. But from what I understand, that wasn't the reason you moved to New York. So can you tell us Uh a little bit about, like, your internship search and, like, how you got your internship and kind of switched that into fashion? Yeah, so this is just for funsies. The real deal, the real reason that I moved here is because I got an internship here, actually two. 
Um, I basically, starting like February or January 2020, I started applying to like hundreds and hundreds of internships for summer 2020. And once March rolled around, those things either got canceled or I got rejected from a few, but nothing really panned out. Nothing was online. It's really hard to have a fashion internship online or really any internship, um, especially when the pandemic was so like new and people didn't know what it was going to be like. Um, However, so then I just kind of went with the flow and then I didn't have any internship over the summer, but I kept applying to internship opportunities through LinkedIn, Handshake, etc. And I was like, okay, might as well, maybe I'll work in the fall while school is whatever, like while I'm at school or I really don't know what's going to happen for the fall, so I'll just keep applying. And then I just kept on applying and going through the process. I applied to everything, not just fashion internships. I applied to like data science internships, to finance internships, to consulting, the everything full spectrum. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, cause honestly my majors at school have nothing to do with fashion yeah. directly. Like I'm not like a fashion designer or anything, but it very much applies to what I'm doing now, but I'll get to that. But yeah, um, yeah around like July, end of July, I got an email from a sustainable fashion startup and she wanted to interview me and then who her name is Alex she's my boss now but basically she interviewed me it went really well and then she offered me the job like the next week and I was like okay dope and then I started looking for places and while I started looking for places um, I got another email from a data science like AI company and they were like oh like would you like to intern with us so then I had two internships and I was like cool that's enough for me to kind of not go back to (laughs) online school take a little break try a gap semester and work instead of doing school because I'd never expected myself to ever take a gap semester but it ended up happening and I got here and then a chain of events happened and I ended up interviewing for a new position a different position and I got that internship which is fully in fashion that one so you switched Yeah, so I got here, it was basically like, once I had my foot in the door, I reached out to this person, and um, he, who is my boss now, and he was like, oh, like, we don't really have that many spots left, but like, I'd love to talk to you, or what, he was like, we can talk, or something like, or he was like, send me your resume, first I sent him my resume, and then I think he realized that like, my, he works in operations, Mm -hmm. and so I think he realized that like, I'm, uh, I like, study, Um, industrial engineering and operations research as well as data science and so he was like oh wait like she's actually kind of like I guess what we want yeah yeah, exactly what we want and so he was like okay um let me just talk to her and then like five minutes into our conversation he was like okay he like interrupted me he was like okay I have a good read on you and I was like oh (laughs) and then he was like you're you're really not what I expected and I was like okay dope I think that's a good thing and then he went on to say like how like and then we just got along really well and we hit it off and I was like okay dope and then he was like yeah and he offered me the job by the end of the call and yeah and then I, I like for a little bit I worked three jobs so I worked the high-end fashion internship I worked my sustainable fashion startup internship and then the data science AI company internship and then it just got too overwhelming Girl, and so yeah, I stepped I down from you. the That's so much. I stepped down <laughs> from the tech one because it was just too overwhelming and now I'm working the other two and um the last one that I got the one at the high fashion company has been like I would have literally given an arm a leg and a kidney for it four months ago and somehow oh 
um, things have worked out and it's literally my dream job. So I think everything's happening backwards where like I have my dream job, but I still have to finish school. Um, but I'm very, very grateful and thankful for everyone that's helped me along the way and kind of everything that's gone well. No, that's, that's so incredible. And I, I have to ask, like, how did you, because like you said, you're not a fashion design major or anything uh-huh. like you're so much else, um, which is incredible. But with that, like, how did you decide, okay, I want to do fashion? Was it just a hobby or was there something that really like switched for you? Yeah. So I've always like, it was like a childhood thing where like when I was younger, I was like, I'm going to be a fashion designer. I'm going to be a fashion designer. And as I grew up, that kind of wavered. I went into other paths. And then when I was 18, already applied to college, already got into college. I learned how to sew. I like taught myself how to sew for this philanthropy fashion show. And I was like, wait, this is really cool. I actually really like this. I should get into it. And so when I went to college, I was a part of a bunch of fashion clubs. I designed like um, I designed a collection for like one of like the shows that they have at school, oh, which cool. was really dope. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. So it was like a four piece collection. Um, and that was really dope. And so like I kept on doing things on the side that were involved in fashion. Um, the summer after my freshman year, I interned in at like this wholesale prom dress company um, at, like around my hometown. So it was I learned everything from like how to make boxes to all the way to account management with like Bloomingdale's and Neiman Marcus so everything the whole spectrum and yeah so I just kind of gained like little on my own I did a bunch and like I gained a lot of experience there and all that put together kind of set me up for what I'm doing now but at school I study economics data science and then industrial engineering and operations research so is that uh, three separate majors? I'm so sorry. That is such a yes. Mouthful. I think I think it's gonna end up being two majors and a minor. So okay. I'm gonna double major econ and data science, and then minor. I maybe in like how I don't know how I'm gonna pick and choose now that we're in a tricky situation. But I think yeah. it's gonna end up with a minor in operations research and industrial engineering. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. And so now I'm working on the operation side of high-end fashion which is really dope because that's I so go cool into, like, I feel like when you think of the that. fashion industry like you never think about those like background like operations jobs but I feel mm-hmm. like that's literally combined your interests so well like you've dabbled in fashion for such a long time but like you're directly applying what you're studying with something you're also mm-hmm. really passionate about which is like super cool I just I hope for my own life because I have just so many random interests that I really want to like mm-hmm. mesh together like for me like one of my goals for forever has been like learning Spanish so I'm in the healthcare field or I'm studying public health so I really want to go into healthcare but I like it's really important to me that like I have some sort of usage of like the Spanish that I've always wanted mm-hmm. to learn and be good at and be fluent in and then I also like love social media so I want to like tie that in somehow too so it's yeah. just I feel like you've perfectly like kind of tied the ribbon on your two things so that's awesome somehow it's come together well and I honestly like just keep working on like the different things that you're interested in and I feel like at some point they'll just slowly come together and you'll like figure it out as much as like because you're interested in all of them yeah you know? Absolutely. And with that, like, I'm just thinking from my perspective, because I'm like, okay, so we obviously have a podcast and like, I'm just a full time student. And sometimes I feel overwhelmed. (laughs) How like, what is a typical day in your week or a typical week for you look like because you have this side hustle kind of going on. And then you also have these two internships, like how do you manage the two or is one part time or whatever? Um, So it's gotten less busy just because I've been able to juggle it recently and learn how to juggle it but 
in the beginning it was literally so I'd wake up at sunrise so I'd wake up at 6 a.m and I would work until 12 in the afternoon on my the high-end fashion job and so I would work from home just sit in my literally sit in my bed because like I have this tiny apartment so I would sit in my bed do that for six hours then 12 to 1 I would get ready for the day I would go in person to my startup fashion job in sustainable fashion I would work there for a few hours until like four or five um, get off and then go back to the showroom for the other internship and I would go have meetings there so I would literally trek across oh my the city goodness. from here to one to like all the way across to like garment district I would have um, meetings there in person and then I would get off I'd walk back home and then I'd have zoom meetings online and then by that time it'd be like seven o'clock six o'clock that's crazy um and then I'd usually like plan a dinner like maybe see a friend because it'd be like so overwhelming but like I'm in New York so I guess it's fun to just like see friends and stuff like that so I'd probably like get dinner or something like that just hang out with friends and then do the same thing the next day work on work after I come back home and in between like the little chunks of time that I'd get I'd write blog posts in my notes on like the subway or like edit a photo or who knows post stories yeah. See, that's just that's just insane because I like I respect the hell out of you for doing all of that because that is just so much. And then also like you have this side hustle of your blog, of your Instagram, of your TikTok on the side and mm-hmm. your whole entire brand is like the two L's, right? Like labels of love. So can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about how you balanced that and then like your dating life, social life, all that kind of thing? Because I can't even imagine waking up at six trekking back and forth across New York City and then being like, yeah, I want to go on a date with a random guy I met on the internet tonight. <laughs> that's like, that's crazy. <laughs> well, and I your, think it's your, start- oh, sorry. No, go I was just no, going to say, your, I was just saying your Instagram looks so like chill and lax and cute and everything. But like on the backside of that, you're like running all around oh. the city. I'm just like imagining that. And then you're like, oh, like, let's yeah. stop for one little Instagram picture and then continue running around the city. <laughs> it's just funny. I kid you not. That's exactly what it looks like. Like I'll sprint across. The, I'll literally be like walking to work or something. And then I'll see something pretty, so I'll sprint across the street to take a picture of it and, like, <laughs> like run in between cars, take a picture, and then sprint back to, like, where I was supposed to go. It's the grind. It's um, the grind. <laughs> yeah, it's the grind. But, um, yeah, that's actually a quote from Sex in the City, and I it just kind of, like, it's something that, like, Carrie says in the beginning, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's very applicable to me. And so the labels part I consider my job, which is working in fashion. However, the love has been definitely interesting. I think... It wasn't, when it first started, when I first started going on dates here, it was more of, like, I didn't know anyone, and so it was, like, going on a date was, like, making a new friend. It wasn't as much, like, anything else. I was, like, okay, I know no one, so might as well. Um, However, since then, I've made friends, and so it's got taken a whole life of its own, Um, but I think I've started to manage work and like life and everything enough that I have enough time to go on dates every now and then but it's still so new to me and it's so interesting so wild the experiences are the new the York people boys. that you meet here how, yeah the new york boys are, are wild to say the least um i've met everyone from diplomat sons like some damian dalgard from like gossip girl type of situation oh, to like moroccan money launderers okay, to you're like investment to bankers oh my yeah. gosh um which one comes first i mean <laughs> the diplomats i think it's kind of common to be like have a parent that's a diplomat because i've met not one but like three or four okay um, oh my gosh okay <laughs> yeah um i think it's because maybe because i live like kind like the area is like kind of by the un like this is where like i work or whatever 
Um, but anyways, um, other than that, I, I don't even know, like, which one do you want to hear first? What do you feel? Okay, so did you, (laughs) let's see, can we go in chronological order? Yeah, sure. Like, who you met Um, first? (laughs) There's, okay, so, I met a diplomat's son on a dating app, and then I went on a date with him, and that was dope, and then one of the guys that I'm seeing currently is also, I just got to know that his mom is a diplomat. And so that was like funny. Funny you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, I was like interesting, and then he told me that, and I was like, "There's so many diplomats in the city, <laughs> aren't there?" Um, but and then there was actually this really funny story where like I thought I was getting catfished by this boy. Long story short, I thought I was getting catfished by this boy. Um, blocked him on everything. Um, he was super like he looked like he was super well off, and I was kind of sus about it. Um, he was just super sus, and so I blocked him on everything, and then. A few weeks later, I was walking through Chelsea Market, and this, I, from 15 feet away, I look at this guy, oh and I just know God. that it's the guy. Like, I recognize him instantly, and I was like, holy shit. There and he then, is. There he is. Yeah, pretty much. And so, we locked eyes. I kid you not, it was straight out of a movie. We locked eyes, stared at each other as we walked towards each other. As we passed, we were both people, and I was just so in shock that I couldn't say anything. And then, we passed by each other. And then both turned around at the same time to look at each other. And I was like, this is insane. And then I, like, turned to my roommate, started screaming at the top of my lungs. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, he's real. And I wasn't sure if maybe it was just the guy that actually met, like, I was actually talking to or if it was just, like, the picture of the guy. Yeah, Like, the actual true. person in the pictures. And then I somehow, I, like, had to go through all of my, like, blocked accounts and stuff like that, found the guy. Um, and then I messaged him and I was like, hi, like I was just in Chelsea market and I'm pretty sure I possibly like passed by you. Like, was that you? And he was like, haha, Yeah, that was me. I thought I recognized you as well. Let's get coffee sometimes. And then we got coffee, uh, literally like two hours after because I was already like in the wow. area that he lives. Yeah. And That's then, insane. yeah, Did anything just, come of that or it was just coffee and then you were like, okay, it well, was just, okay. So I actually really liked him. Um, but then I was like, so I got there, he was a whole character in himself, but he was like, I was like, what do you do? And he was like, I'm in real estate. And I was like, okay. And I was like, and then I just tried, kept on trying to ask questions. I was like, okay, like, what do you do in real estate? Like, how long have you been in real estate? He was like, I already told you, like, I'm in real estate. And I was like, that seems a little fishy to me. Yeah, like something's kind of off. Yeah, and he, like, wouldn't tell me any details, but, like, we'd talk about everything else. Um, we, This was, like, outside. We were literally just walking around, um, got coffee, and then afterwards I was like, okay, let's do some FBI investigation, looked him up, and couldn't find him anywhere. He was a ghost, and so I was like, something's up, this is odd, and I was talking to my mom, and I was like, either he's, like, big Moroccan, like, family money, like, royalty, or he's in the mafia, like, one of the three, <laughs> one of the, and my mom yeah, was like, only, there's only my mom was options. like, that sounds pretty accurate, yeah, that's pretty much it, and then he, and then somehow, like, I was talking to my roommate's friend who works in real estate, and the story came up, and then he was like, oh my gosh, that's all the telltale signs of somebody that's money laundering, and like, like, the Moroccan person, like, money laundering situation in New York is kind of big, and I was like, oh, cool, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Dope. So that makes sense why you you kind of got the ics like on the first like interaction where you were like, "Oh, is he catfishing me?" like whatever yeah. because it's no, like I, something's off. 
I really liked him, other than the fact that he, like, is a money launderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than that, he was super... He actually texted me, like, two weeks ago. It was the funniest thing in the world. Did not send any, like, no words. All he texted me was a picture of him and Wiz Khalifa just chilling. <laughs> He was no like, oh words, my gosh, nothing. Look who I met. He's just like no, send deliver. Absolutely nothing. Like I haven't <laughs> talked to him in weeks. All he said sent was the picture of him and Wiz Khalifa. We never even talked about Wiz Khalifa. It was just him and Wiz. He just really that wanted you to so know. That is so strange. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if he laundered his way into Wiz Khalifa's life somehow. Probably. He um, probably that's so I funny. I can't it. believe that. Which I guess you don't have like any definitive proof that that's the case, but like. The, the fact that that more than likely is exactly yeah. what's happening is hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. It's been so that. funny, but it's a story. So was that tell. your first dating experience? Was that your first? No, like, no, that was like oh, that okay, was, like, four or five in. But everything I was else like, was going chill. in with a bang. I mean, like, no, no, they were all sweet. But it's insane how small this city is. Like just because like there's so many, there's a ha- not a so many, but there's been like one or two guys that I've been talking to and they've been like oh I just saw your TikTok and I'd be oh. like oh my god you just saw my TikTok that's odd like yeah this is this is just overwhelming now mm-hmm. okay so I have but it's to a ask very small world. sorry I'm like really gonna tell me about it like go for ask, it but on your blog because I've read some of your blog posts and it's so uh-huh. interesting like reading about your dates and your love life and that kind of thing yeah has any have any of the boys like seen your blog like have you been like hey like heard that you were on a podcast or like saw your blog or saw like your Mm-mm. insta story about our date seriously no they have not because that they don't so follow good. my blog they I'm I'm I call it that I'm still undercover I mean, if things get more serious with them, which it looks like it is with at least, like, one of them, I just, I'll probably tell him at some point. And I have a feeling he knows because we went on a date the other day, and this is this is how the conversation went. He was, like, telling me about, I don't know if you know Tutor and Tony on TikTok. Yes. He was, like, the guy with the duck. And he was, like, oh, yeah, Tutor and Tony and I went to high school together. And I was, like, oh, dope. And he was, like, telling me about how they're friends and they hung out right before quarantine started. And I was, like, okay, cool. And then he was like, I was like, oh, he's such a cool TikToker. So that means you have a TikTok. And he was like, yeah, I do. And then he was like, so you have a TikTok. And I was like, yeah, I do. He was like, what type of TikToks do you make? And I was like, that's a very specific question to ask. But I answered and I was like, oh, I don't, I like avoided the question kind of like, didn't want to lie. And so I just kind of like went around it and he was like, okay, so like, if you were to make TikToks, what type of TikToks would you make? (laughs) I was oh, like, no. I don't know, like, New York TikToks, fashion TikToks, whatever. And he was like, okay, okay. And then he just, he didn't bring it up again. <laughs> so he funny. hasn't brought it up since. But then, and then, like, we were, um, he has, like, this app that controls the spires on top of, like, buildings. And so you can control what color all the skyscrapers are, like, a handful of them in the city. And it's, like, this oh my gosh. kind of exclusive app. It's on my bucket list. Like, I have, like, on my bucket list, I have, like insane stuff and then I have get on that app and I don't know how he happens to be on it but he was like here like I took a video of him like changing the colors the other day when we were on a date and then I think I posted it to my story on life of RGR and the next time that we hung out he was like oh yeah that was really cool did you you got a good video right did people enjoy it and I was like, <laughs> you didn't post it on your personal. I did post it on my personal. Oh, as well. okay, okay, okay. But but he wasn't following me then, so I don't know how oh. 
there's, he's in yeah, there he's, somehow. He, yeah. I think I think he I think he has a feeling, but like honestly, I wouldn't mind telling him. Yeah. I wouldn't mind no. telling any of them because I've never said I would never say anything bad about any of them on there. No, it's exactly. solely just like factual like like interactions that we've had that and like nothing gets too personal like I don't tell any personal details or anything it's literally just like the good things about them like the few little good things that they do um but nothing like super personal nothing about them more about like our like our relationship which is fun it's interesting for people to see that too because it's like like you said I feel like you really do encompass kind of who they are without them knowing like for me when I started, like, following your social media and stuff, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I know these, like, guys, and I don't even know what they look like, you know? Because it's yeah. it's fun, but you do it in a way where, like, your audience is like, oh, this is cool. Like, I want to get to know them. And I saw you posted, like, on your story the other day of, like, teams of, like, which guys. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. It's been fun. And honestly, like, I don't mind sharing, and I don't think either of them mind either. Um as of now and I think yeah it's it, it's honestly like I started the account as like almost like a second finsta that's public yeah. so like I'm just gonna keep it that way and I enjoy hearing, hearing like other people's feedback and it's it's life of RGR so like all aspects of my life inc- like dating included yeah yes. no and that's so fun so kind of backtracking going back because yeah there was not just one dating story about the money launderer there were <laughs> multiple so can we can we continue money on launder, the chain of events? Money launder, no, money launder was chill. After that, um, after that, I met who else? I met French boy who I'm currently seeing. Um, oh, he's boy. a sweetheart. He's so. He's how French. did he get his name? Yes, he could be, he's, because he's French. Maddie, because um, he's French. He's, <laughs> he's a question? sweetheart. Like I've his family on, like, is from France, or like he is literally French. He is French, like ethnicity. Okay. French. Yeah. And he's super sweet. Um, we've been on, we went on the first date and then he didn't text me after the first date. And I was like, yeah. And I actually posted about it. I was like, I don't know what to do. He didn't text me. And I was like, one day turned into two, two days turned into two and a half at like the second day I texted my boss and I was like, I don't know what to do. And she (laughs) asked her, she asked her, um, boyfriend, he was like, she was like, Oh, like if he doesn't respond another half a day, like just text him or something like that mm-hmm. and so after another half a day I texted him and it's been good because after that first date we went on a second date and then a third date and then a fourth date and then a fifth why was he slacking though five. after the first one what was the problem <laughs> I don't know because we had a really good first date we went out and we were super like super super south and um like we got kicked out early because like after you go for dinner and stuff like that like things close early here because of covid yeah mm-hmm. and so we just head out and like we weren't really like done chatting and so he was like oh do you want to go for a walk and it was a really pretty neighborhood so we were, i was like yeah sure so then we started walking and like we were just walking like we were walking north just in like general direction of my mm-hmm. house and slowly like as time went by like we were just laughing we were talking like 10 blocks turned into 20, 20 blocks turned into 30, and then we literally walked, I kid you not, like 60 or 55 blocks back home all the way to my place, which is insane. It took an hour and 45 minutes, and it felt oh like 10 goodness. minutes total. Yeah. Because you were just like walking we walked, and talking the whole time. We were literally just walking and talking the whole time. It was adorable. Like if I take the subway, like my subway ride down was 35 minutes. 
And you walked that back. Like, my whole truck. And we had walked that back. Wow. Yeah. So cute, though. I love that. It was cute. It was cute. But he's a sweetheart. Um, and What's the best state that you've been on so far? Just, like, with him, with anyone else? Because I feel like New York City is known for, like, that's where all the rom-coms are set. And, like, you know, like, everyone posts yeah. about it. So what have you had, like, a rom com date? Yeah. I, I think blocks. that one... 55 blocks was pretty cute because we walked through all of like, the really pretty <laughs> parks along the way, um, which was super fun. And then a different time we went to like a midtown, like um, bo- like a like a rooftop type thing. Cute. Um, and off of that, you could see like all of the city, um, like a view of the whole city. And then he pulled out that app where you can like change the color of like the buildings and so he, like, gave it to me, and I got to turn, like, the buildings all, like, pink. And it was so much fun. The power that, that, that so app cool. holds, that's insane Exactly. I think it's insane. I think everyone on the actual app gets bored of it and, like, loses the charm. But, um, I would yeah, get there every that night, one was like, fun. Boop, boop, boop. Literally, like, me well, too. Well, how many people have, have that, like, realistically? You can only invite one person, and he got invited by the guy who created it, his son. And oh so, my God. that's yeah. crazy. So I feel like I've it. seen that on TikTok, like someone changing them. But mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no yeah. way you can just like go on the app store and download that, and then just like mess around with New York City." Like it, I'm. It's so cool that it's exclusive, and you like now have like an in to the app. Yeah, I would love if I had the app. However, I know you I'd know. Be like, Do I get a plus? Like, if you need a plus one, or like you can. He was like, me. if I knew that you you were like so excited about this, like I wouldn't have wasted my like my invite on somebody else like I would have given it to you I've never seen somebody get so excited about it and I was <laughs> like how did people not get excited that? oh my god that's so cool yeah I love but that. that one was cute and then I went for Korean barbecue recently that one was cute um because I've never had Korean barbecue so that mm-hmm. was a first I think it's because I told him on our first date that I'd never been to Korean barbecue and the one time that I did go, neither of us knew what we were doing, and so we ordered all of the wrong things, and he was like, oh my gosh, like, I have to take you and do it the right way, and so he took me to Korean barbecue, and that was really fun, and then I think one of my first, like, Bumble, not, like, I met them somewhere, like, this was the first, like, Bumble date, I met this boy up at Bryant Park in between work, and I was like, okay, like, we get along, whatever, I'll just meet him, why not, I have no friends here, and he was like, oh, you sounded... So, like, we met up. We were sitting at these really cute picnic tables. And then he pulls out a backpack and he starts unpacking a whole-ass picnic out of his backpack. <gasps> oh, like, my God. And, I was, and he was like, it sounded like you were super busy all day. And I didn't know if you had a, like, chance to, like, eat or, like, drink water. So I just brought a few things just in case you were hungry. And I was like, you are so sweet. That is I've, so kind. Yeah. And for a first date, like, it was just adorable. That's so cute. But, faith yeah, left in, there's been faith a... Faith left in men. <laughs> yeah. Literally, yeah, restored. Just a little bit more. A little but bit. But it's been good. It's been good. That's just so cool. And I feel like... I mean, it sounds so cheesy to say, but I literally feel like you're living in a movie from... Like, even just that story about Bryant Park, it's like you were telling us at the beginning of the episode where you're like, yeah, so I woke up at 6 and I would go to work until 12 and blah, blah, blah. And now it's like... That sounded like a lot, but you're like, yeah, now I'm squeezing in bumble dates in the middle of my work day as well. Like, that is just so cool. Um, I but love yeah, that. just kind of wrapping up a little bit, I know that kind of going on a podcast, it's a little interesting because you're getting questions thrown at you all the time and um, oh, no. don't really know what's going to happen with them. But if roles were reversed for a second and 
like you were us and we were you like what question would you have asked yourself that we haven't already asked you um or like what do you want to share what what do <laughs> I want to share um I think a lot of people have been like DMing me and saying like oh my gosh like you're so lucky like oh my gosh you're living my dream life um stuff like that and I I guess kind of in like a broad response to all of that I just want to say that like I don't think it's luck I think it's I've worked really hard mm-hmm. I think to um get to the state and it's been my like as much as it's your dream life it was also my dream life like a hot minute ago as well mm-hmm. and I've dreamt yeah. of this for so long not New York specifically but doing what I'm doing right now mm-hmm. I've literally dreamed of for so long you can't even imagine and so I've been working towards it for a hot minute and for a while now and along the way it hasn't been like easy peasy like I make a lot of things look easy on like TikTok on social mm-hmm. media I mean like nobody wants you seeing wants to see you like at like 2 a.m like looking mm-hmm. all ugly like working or doing whatever or running from one place to another um but I make it look a lot more glamorous than it is but I've gotten so many I've gotten so many more rejections and so many more like troubled times and hard times than I have successes um and I think that's what's kind of paved my path to like where I am right now Mm -hmm. um so as much as I make it look all nice and like wrapped up in this pretty bow it's been really hard along the way so if you're I guess like on that path or trying to do a similar thing or even just doing your own thing um, I think it's super important to not get discouraged by the rejections or like the hardships along the way and know that your hard work will pay off, but it does take so much hard work. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate you saying that because I feel like, especially in the world that we live in on social media, people see things and they're like, oh my gosh, this girl got lucky or that was so mm-hmm. easy for her. I can't believe that yeah. she has this life or whatever. And um, I think it's really cool that you mm-hmm. worked your ass off and like, here you are. And so if you don't mind me asking, like, how many internships did you apply to, like, in general? And how many did you hear back? Because I know personally, like, I'm on the internship search right now. And it's yeah. hard because people just don't respond to you. Or they say, like, no. Oh, yeah. And you were like, wait, I thought I was a perfect fit. So how yeah. how many did you apply to to even get to this point? Not that it's going to be a magic number. but Yeah, no. I think between, like, summer and fall, like, a total of, like, 700 or so – literally so many I have this massive document I think between just for the fall and like end of summer I applied to like 400 or something like that and then like 700 total in like the past like full year um up till now and it's been absolutely I still get I literally have gotten four rejection emails in the past week for fall 2020 internships like things that are currently going on that's insane while I've been here and I'm like I haven't even applied like I applied months and months ago and I'm getting like rejection emails still no I saw something on LinkedIn today literally um because you know sometimes you need a break from the Instagram feed so you go on the nice little professional (laughs) LinkedIn feed and scroll through people's (laughs) successes and no but I saw some lady post about like candidates deserve rejection emails because like Mm -hmm. they're taking their time to do that and I think you know it's insane that you're literally like 
set up with two other jobs right now and you've moved on with your life and they're like oh we're sorry to inform you and you're like like what if you were still waiting i know no well one of my roommates interviewed with this company that she was really really interested in and they she had to email them because usually you just wait but she had to end up emailing them like a month later being like to ask hey um sorry to bother you but i interviewed a while ago i was told i'd hear back in a few days so i haven't heard anything and then they were like oh sorry like you know, you didn't get the position. And she's like, at least you could have told me that because I've been waiting to hear this yeah. for, like, a month. It is crazy, but, you know, you your path has worked out. But it is really important to recognize that there are, like, the the hills and valleys, I guess. Like, you're, you're mm-hmm. on the hill now, but, like, you had to you kind of walk through the valleys yeah. to get there. And, um, yeah. It's easy to look at someone's no. Instagram feed and be like, oh, my gosh, your life's so cute and perfect and, like... It's it's a t- it's an attainable goal for really anyone if you just like put yourself in that position and you obviously mm-hmm. have and it's a lot of work but um, all these people that yeah. have dream lives I'm like you can more than likely go out and create that for yourself so and mm-hmm. you have so that's what really and cool. like at the end of the day I'm literally still an intern I'm the bottom of the food chain like I am an intern yeah. at yeah. the end of the day <laughs> like it's very very cool but I'm. St- still an intern until like I go like whatever part-time full-time like I'm still chilling out here like I'm still at the beginning um it's not like I just hopped into like this insane position or anything like that Mm -hmm. I'm still interning I'm just interning and finally like figured out what I've wanted I would like to do at least for now what I think I'd like to do yeah absolutely and it sings I don't know you worked really hard to get here and I think that you're a really good example of the saying that's like if you find a job that you love, you'll never work a day in your life because it's like mm-hmm. you literally, like you said, you are bottom of the food chain. Like you are an intern, but you're literally living this dream life and you worked so damn hard to get here. And it's like, that is what it is. And it's not going to be easy all the time. And um, so it's really cool that you are one of those success stories, but it's not a success story where it was like, handed to you or given to you right away it's like you worked your butt off for it so mm-hmm. thank you so much for being on the show and inspiring us inspiring our listeners um it's definitely cool to hear someone's voice like when you follow them on a certain platform <laughs> and I think that your story is just so unique so I really appreciate you being on here I know Emma does too and um just with that being said do you want to give yourself a little plug like where can our listeners connect with you online um, so my TikTok and my Instagram are both at Life of RGR. Um, I'm super, super active on both of them. And then my blog is lifeofrgr.com and my upcoming YouTube, which Ooh. I will get to Ooh. at some point very soon, sometime in the next week or so, which Yay. I will post, is going to be Life of RGR as well. And, you know, if you want to follow me on SoundCloud, it's Life of RGR. If you want to follow me on Spotify, <laughs> it's Life of RGR. You can just go full-fledged. Like, Pinterest is Life of RGR. They're all the same. So Okay, so now I have another anywhere. question. I have a follow-up yes. question because you really just threw in a curveball. What kind of YouTube videos are you going to be making? I don't know, honestly, because I don't watch a lot of vloggers. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And I'm not super used to that, and I don't know if that's very much my vibe. Um, just cause I'm not used to it, but I'm really good at making like aesthetic, like compilations and like mm-hmm. super like cool aesthetic videos. Um, so I think it's going to be a combination of the two where like I'm talking, but also like very fun and aesthetic and I really like music. So dope music in the background. So I don't know. I think you'll just have to check it out and see the, what the vibe is like. Yeah, I don't know yeah, if I can classify it yet. 
Why not just but add another maybe, thing to the plate, right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I think I'm getting a little too bored with everything that's already there. Yeah. <laughs> well, YouTube's like a glorified TikTok. It's not like the it's not like the 60 seconds and you get yeah. to you know, share your day in 60 seconds. Like, you can kind of expand on that. I, I do YouTube, too, and I've been slack recently because I've been busy and stressed, but it's fun. And it's, like, I love, like, what you will, too. I mean, even in a year, like, I watch my old videos sometimes just for, like, the nostalgia of it of, like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm so glad I, like, captured that trip I went on or, like, all of that stuff. Uh-huh. So YouTube's, YouTube's fun, and I'm excited to watch yeah, your videos. Yeah, I'm excited that you shared I'm that because I had no well. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, excited as well. I just need to get it uploaded. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm going to personally be on the lookout for it because I'm now super excited because mm-hmm. I love all of your other content. But, again, yes. thank you so much for being on the show today. It was so great thank chatting you. with you and getting to know a little bit more about you. And hopefully like maybe we can collaborate a little bit more in the future but for our listeners guys make sure to follow Rish she's so great so if you didn't hear that it's going to be linked in the show notes as well um so yeah stay tuned and with that let's just kind of wrap up um this episode we'll be back with another episode for you guys next Monday with a really exciting announcement um that's going to start the following week so get ready it's get really ready I'm really excited (laughs) but until then um stay happy stay healthy and stay hookah bye guys bye guys thanks for listening